Welcome to the Omega Sports Learn to Run podcast. My name is Dr. Matt Minard, pronounced my nerd, rightfully so, and I am honored to be your host. I'm a physical therapist by trade, but really consider myself more of a professional helper. Like many of you, I didn't enjoy running at first. However, slowly, I've learned to enjoy it as I continue to experience the mental and physical benefits. As much as I enjoy running, it pales in comparison to how much I love helping people run safer. Some of the most valuable lessons I have learned in my life was when something was taken away from me. I didn't realize how much of my identity I placed into my job as a physical therapist until the pandemic hit. As a result of not helping people, I felt helpless. Like many of you, I was forced to reevaluate everything in my life. The purpose of this podcast is to share with you what I've learned and what I will continue to learn about running safer. I'm so grateful Omega Sports recruited me to help you run safer first and then run more often. The question of the week, what is the skinny on stretching? I learned in gym class to, sorry, this is a long question. This is a a good question, but it's a long question. I learned in gym class to stretch before exercise, but then the internet said I should never stretch. I am so confused. What should I believe? Wonderful question. Thank you for whoever wrote this in. Let's get things started. Let's first Let's define stretching. As always, I like to kind of think about the opposite first. The opposite of to stretch is to shorten, to make something shorter. The definition of stretching is to lengthen. To lengthen is to stretch. Conceptualize this. You're holding your phone and you grab it like you're grabbing onto a cheeseburger or hamburger, whatever your thing is, and you try to separate it. You try to pull it apart try to lengthen it, what happens? Hopefully nothing, or else you won't be able to hear me, but think about that again with Play-Doh. You're holding Play-Doh, you pull it apart. What's the difference? I applied that same force, but the phone didn't change shape, but the Play-Doh did. What is the difference? When they say to stretch, what are we actually stretching? What are they referring to? Are they referring to the bones or the muscles? Technically, the answer when we stretch, it's everything. It's both bones and muscles. But let's reword the question. Let's reframe it. And let's replace the word stretch with lengthen. What is most capable of lengthening, bones or muscles? You do know the answer, but try this with me. Go ahead. If you're driving, please don't do this. Stand up. Find something, a counter to hold onto for some balance, because this isn't about your balance. And we're going to do a classic quad stretch, where you're going to shift your weight to your right leg, bend your left knee, have your left arm reach around and grab just above your ankle. Try not to twist and just pull. Try to pull the heel towards your bottom, your, your tush. What do you feel? You feel that pulling? You feel that pulling sensation? What is that? 
It's not your bone. It's not your femur. It's your muscle. It's your quadriceps, your quads. So that's when we're stretching, we're stretching the muscles. But doesn't that sound better when we say lengthen versus stretch? It just has a better ring to it. If you're Marion Webster, if you're listening, or let's sign a petition. Let's declare the death of the word stretching. Are you guys cool with that? Can we just say lengthening instead of stretching? Yeah, I just think it's easier. Email me if you want to sign it. Well, then what is it? What should we do? Should we stretch before or after running? You just show me how to stretch my quad. Should I do that before or after running? Well, let's start with before. Let's go back to my favorite analogy, the car. Your body is a car. Here's the situation. It's a Saturday morning, beautiful out. You thought, what do I do today? I haven't, I haven't been on a, a drive. I haven't just been cruising in a long time. You've got a car in the garage. It's an old car, but it's a luxury car. It's a great car, but it's a 40-year-old car. It's got a little gray around the, around the corners. You get what I'm saying. It's an older car, but it's still a good car. How can we best prepare for this drive? You haven't driven in a long time. It's an older car. What do you do? Do you go to the bumper, grab onto the bumper, and pull and pull and try to stretch or lengthen the bumper? No, that, that's ridiculous. What, what would that do? Hopefully, that gives you an idea of why we would not ideally want to stretch before running, or in this example, stretch a bumper before driving. But what about after? Okay, let's go away from the car analogy for a second. The car has the engine. The engine is what moves the car. What moves the body? We talked in episode one that our muscles, muscles are our movers. They're our movers. They create movement. And how that happens is muscles will contract or shorten. And they do that thousands of times. They contract and shorten, and they cre- it creates motion, creates movement. Well, when you go out and run, it's like we're doing that, le- that contraction thousands of times, thousands of times. A way to kind of prevent this adaptive shortening, or what you may refer to as being tight, my quadricep muscle is tight, or my calves from episode one are tight. It's because we just use them. We contracted them. They shorten thousands of times. What could happen is adaptive shortening, where it actually becomes tighter or shorter in length. Here's the, here's the real skinny. If you're driving, pull over. This is that important. Put everything down besides your earplugs or whatever you're listening to this on. Muscles need to be off the stretch. Let me say that again. Muscles need to be off in order to lengthen them. Think back to that example we did earlier, where you were grabbing onto your ankle, you were bending or flexing your knee. It was stretching or lengthening your quadriceps. If you have that muscle engaged, activated, contracted, you can't stretch it. If you're truly trying to stretch or lengthen after running, it is a good idea to do it after. And when you do it, hold it. Have the muscles relaxed. 
because we don't want it to become tighter with time. Hopefully that's helpful for you is that after running, it is a good time to lengthen a muscle, hold it for around 20 to 30 seconds, and let the muscle chill. Whatever muscle you're trying to stretch, allow it to relax and let it stretch. What should we do before running? Okay, let's go back to the old car in the garage analogy. I'm going to say a, a word and I want to see what you think. I want to see if I say this phrase, if you instantly will get it about what should we do before running or before driving a car that you haven't used in a long time. If I say warm up, warm up, do you get it? Think back to that car. I want to warm it up. Start the car. I let it chill. I might send out a couple tweets or Instagrams about I'm going on a long car drive. Give it a little gas before you take it out of park. Let that baby rev up. And then once you go, slowly take it up to speed. Don't just hit the pedal down to the floor. Same with your body. Slowly take it up. The speed, warm your body up. Matt, why do people say to stretch when you're injured? Well, my question for you, is this the same friend from episode two that told you to fall while running? There, think about it this way. Again, this is why we need to try to end the word stretching. Think about it this way. Do I, would I want to stretch or lengthen, lengthen an injury? An injury. Think about a cut. That's an injury. If I have a cut on my hand, would it be helpful for me to lengthen that cut? Stretch it out. No. It, it would open the cut up. It would take forever to heal. Think about that. Next time you're thinking, is there pain involved? If there's pain, there's a difference between tightness and discomfort versus true pain. We want to try to my recommendation is to avoid stretching a painful or an injured muscle. We kind of have to separate the two out. Are we lengthening a muscle for the purposes of cooling down after exercise or running? Or is there an injury involved? Because sometimes we blend the two and it doesn't always work the same way. What about when people say stretching prevents injuries? Well, there, there is some truth to that. Think back again, episode one. We talked about tight calves. So a lack of movement or motion can cause compensations. Look at your ankle. You got your leg out in front of you. You can point your ankle downwards. That's called plantar flexion. That's when the calf muscles activate, when they shorten, that planting motion happens. And then we go in the opposite range of motion, that dorsiflexion, the drawbridge where you're pulling the ankle completely opposite direction towards you, that, that's dorsiflexion. The muscles on the opposite side, the calves, if they are restricted and shortened or tight, they can limit motion in a different plane of mo movement. We talked about that wall test where we see, can your knee go past your toes, keeping your foot flat and your heel down, without your heel coming up about three fingers away. And if you're confused or haven't listened to episode one yet, go ahead and check. We'll have links to that video from episode one. 
But what that test is doing, we're seeing, is there a restriction in motion? Are you missing that motion? And could it be due to tightness of your calves? Sure. That over time, your body is going to find a way. If you don't have the range of motion that you need of your ankle to fold, we will usually tap into different planes. We'll twist, we'll hinge forward at the hips, not appropriately at the ankle, the ankle. And so those compensations over time can lead to excessive loading of tissues that aren't used to or aren't meant for repetitive force and movement. Hopefully that makes sense. It's a long-winded answer to say, yes, there is some truth to that, that you can prevent some injuries theoretically by improving range of motion. But we have to ask the question, if we are doing this, this stretching or lengthening, and we're holding the body in a position that you feel that lengthening, you feel that stretch, we just have to ask why. What is, what's the reason? Are we doing it to cool down? Or are we doing it to try to improve range of motion? Back to that example of the calves, if we're trying to truly change the range of motion, I like to think about that as after-after, as far as running. We have before, after, and after-after. I like to do it if I'm trying to improve someone's range of motion, then that should be done slowly over time. That's when you hear people talk about mobility or improve mobility. That's what we mean is, is range of motion. Again, if the goal is to lengthen, it should be done slowly and gradually over time. That's the key with everything in life, slow and gradual. That's what I'm learning at least. And this is where prevention is key. Prevention is key. I, if you've ever seen me work out or done Orange Theory with me or been in one of my classes, whatever, you've seen me probably as, as a younger man, as a younger boy, I would work out and I would leave. And people would be like, what? Isn't he a physical therapist? Shouldn't he be stretched? Yes, I should have been. And guess what? I had to get injured. We think we're above the law. We're not. I had to get injured to finally start changing my behavior. Now you better believe it. I stretch after exercise and it's quick. I don't take a long time. I'm not stretching my biceps that I didn't use. I'm lazy. I'm doing the bare minimum, but I do stretch after exercise now. Okay, Matt, I don't believe you. I've been stretching for longer than you've been alive and I feel amazing. Why should I stop? Don't stop. That, that's great. Why would I want to change something that is working for you? The key is for you. The problem comes when we recommend this for everyone, for every single activity. Always, if you're happy, I'm happy. If you're healthy, I'm happy. If you're doing something now that is working for you, I'm not saying to change that. But this is where we have to recommend. If we recommend to the masses, we just have to be careful. And think about each person individually and what activity are they doing. There's no certainties. I call this specificity of training or training the specifics of the activity. Think about this. If you're doing yoga versus running, do you think it should look the same of before the activity and after of yoga versus running? I don't think so. What's different? Running, there's more impact. We're going forward. That's it. We're just going forward. Yoga, we're going in all different directions, and we're more just holding our body weight. So that should look different. How about this? Think about golf. Going putt-putting 
versus going to play actual uh, golf. Same sport, same activity, but should the warm-up and cool-down look different? Definitely. I, I like to think about it this way. What are the movements involved? Meaning, what body parts am I going to be moving? What's the motion that I'm typically doing? Think basketball, doing a free throw or shooting. I want to warm up. It's, it, sometimes we try to make it too complicated. We end up doing nothing. Just take your body through that motion and do it slowly and gradually. And it's not a light switch. You play, you go hard, or you, you don't. 10% activation of a muscle or a movement. 20%. 50%. That's how I like to recommend and myself is just ease into it. Just ease into it. Don't take that pedal down to the floor and go 100 miles an hour when you haven't driven your car in five years. Something that's not, not ideal, but you kind of see where I'm going with this. So as a general rule, here's what I say. Warm up before, lengthen after. That's my general recommendation. What about running? Here is what I like to do and what I recommend to most people. Warm up the tissues. Again, warm up. I hope that that clears some things up for you, that instantly you just think, okay, warm up. That makes more sense before exercise. I want to warm up the body. Here's what I do. I just walk. I just walk. And I go down and back. If I'm on a track, I do down and back. If I'm on a sidewalk, I just pick about 30 feet of a runway, I call it, and I'm going down and back. In each lap, I increase my intensity. But first, and if you've taken my online courses, I talk about the stable stack. I'll do that as a warm-up where I'm working on proper standing, getting my core engaged. Then I'm doing the hanklet, hinging at the ankles. Then this Release and relax, letting the calf muscles relax, letting gravity and frenergy, remember frenergy last episode, to propel me forward. And then the next lap, doing the power gaze, I'm adding a little bit more intensity to the activity to warm my body up. It might take me two minutes. It might take me 10. I've had times where it takes me 20 minutes to warm up because I'm stiff. I've had a lot of exercise recently. Again, it's very individualized, but if you just think warm up and think, how long am I going to go? Just start to think about what you're doing and having some intent. If I'm going to run for five minutes versus five miles, maybe I want to warm up a little bit longer. Again, hopefully that helps for you to think of it that way as a warm up. I will have the, the link for this. The, the video will be me on a track with a drone where I'm showing me doing that uh, 10%, going through that, what I just mentioned to you the standing, the leaning, the walking with different intensities, and then working up to that running. I will have a link for you for that. And also for the after, I'll show you my quick and dirty. It's three minutes of what I do. I'm not saying that's what you need to do. And if you like to stretch more, go for it. I'm just lazy. I told you I'm lazy. Let's summarize this. We defined or redefined stretching as lengthening, lengthening. Try to stretch your phone, it didn't work. We learned that muscles or our movers are capable of changing length. And that's what we are trying to either warm up before, not stretch. After, that's when it's okay to stretch. When those muscles have lengthened and shortened and just contracted thousands of times, that's where it's a good idea. We talked about before, instead of 
just warming up. Just warming up. Get your body ready. After, you could do the same concept for after. You could just run and then start walking. Just start walking. Again, everybody, no matter your body, your age, everybody is different. There are some times where I'll be honest, I don't do anything. I just do my dynamic warm-up or I do my stretching afterwards and I'm good to go. But there's some times where if I feel like, okay, I worked harder than usual or just something different, something more than normal, that's where afterwards I will cool down. I'll walk for 10, 15 minutes afterwards. And then I will still stretch, but still just the bare minimum. But again, depends on your day. Are you doing over lunch? But just think about it that way of warm up and cool down. That's all I ask. We talked about stretching and injuries. We talked about a cut, how stretching or lengthening the skin for a cut isn't advantageous in the healing process. So separate it out. Just why are you lengthening the muscle? Is it because of pain or is it because of tightness or preventing adaptive shortening? Again, just doing things with intent. But if it's painful, it shouldn't be painful. It may be discomforting, but it doesn't have to be. Back off a little bit. Don't go so crazy with it. We're all, we're all guilty of that. Fun fact, I'm a human. I've been in the human business for a little bit over 34 years. And I'm still learning. Guess who has been in the people business for longer than I've been a human? Yep, Omega Sports. They must be doing something right. If you find yourself in need of running gear, check them out, locally or online. Of note, the views and opinions of this show do not reflect those of Omega Sports. For better or for worse, they are my own. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show as much as I enjoy producing it with my PIC, Mary. If you want to hear your questions answered on the show, please email them to info at learntorun101.com. That's learn the number two, run number 101.com. You can help support the show by telling everyone, tell everybody, subscribe, share, leave a glowing review. The Omega Sports Learn to Run podcast will soon be available on all major platforms. Until next time. Bye.